0: Let's see if the old boy memory is any good today. Acts chapter 3. Now when you get a young man or somebody, when you get a your pastor finally, he's bound to be younger than I am and his memory will be right up there. Okay, I'm in, John. Just hang on. I can't talk and do this at the same time. Okay, Acts chapter 3. You know the people involved here. Peter and John, verse 1. Went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer. And you have to look all these verses up because I don't have them on a sheet for you. Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple." So this guy was born this way. And the only way to make a living back then when you couldn't work was to beg. And all you could do was H-O-P-E, is hope, that people will give. but. He had no hope. I don't know exactly how old he was, but that's the only way he could survive. Look at verse three: Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him, his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, "Look at us!" So, he, so he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Now the author of the book of Acts was a doctor named Luke. And you're going to see that when he gets specific on where he was healed. Look what he says. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And we have songs about that, don't we? This guy had no hope. Now if you've never been, and there are great words of Christmas is 1, we'll look at next week. Hope is a great word of Christmas. Joy, love, even light is a great word of Christmas. Uh, but we're talking about hope. This man had no hope. Do you recall in John chapter 9, a guy named, oh, I can't think of his name. He was just called a blind man from birth. John chapter 9. So here's some more hopelessness. Go to John chapter 9. In John chapter 9, and again verse 1, then we're going to talk about spiritual hopelessness. There's all kinds of hopelessness. John chapter 9, verse 1. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. How would you describe the color red to somebody who's never seen red? Or green or blue? How would you describe a sunset to someone who's never seen it? So, this guy was blind from birth. Now, you expect the world to ask this next question, but not believers. You don't expect the Christians to get on their judgment throne and ask this question in verse 2. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? If he was born blind, how could he have sinned? How do you sin in your mother's womb? I mean, it was a stupid question to begin with. And secondly, it was judgmental, and Jesus nailed it in verse 3. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. God had a purpose, and you know, you know what was, what then happened. Uh, he was healed, and of course it was a Sabbath, and and all the uh, legalistic people got upset about that. Instead of being glad and happy that someone could see for the first time in his life, he was hopeless. What about spiritual hopelessness? Turn to Ephesians. Don't ask me what chapter, because I think it's two or four. You still with me? So what about spiritual hopelessness? Ephesians 2, in verse one says, and you hath he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the sons of disobedience among whom we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, filling desires of the flesh and of the mind, were by nature the children of wrath. And then I love the but-gods in Scripture. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. And then we see, of course, that Christ went to the cross. And, of course, in verse 8, for by grace are you saved. Now go to verse 11, and you'll see spiritual hopelessness. 11 and 12. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called on circumcision by that which is called a circumcision, the Jewish people and the Gentiles, verse 12, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Here it is again, but now, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by what? By the blood of Jesus Christ. Spiritual hopelessness was where I was for 20 years of my life. And uh, so on October 11, 1950, I was born of the flesh in Los Angeles, California, as my dad was stationed at Fort MacArthur at the time. And uh, so I was born. But then In 1970, on February 11th, I was born of the Spirit. So my hopelessness ended when Jesus Christ became my personal Savior. Let's talk about other kind of hope. What about if you know the Lord, you walked with the Lord, and you have failed? Somewhere along the line, failed in marriage, uh, failed in your job, Uh, failed in some sin. I'm going to give you a definition of hope. You should write this down somewhere. Okay. Here is one definition of hope that is absolutely my favorite for the one who is hopeless and sees that there is hope. Here is my definition. Hope is well, it's not mine. I mean, I found it a while back. Hope is remembering I am God's priceless treasure when I feel utterly worthless. Amen? Huh? Remembering I am God's priceless treasure when I feel utterly worthless. Because some of the worst. Hopelessness one can feel is failure or something that has happened Now we we have the hope you know we we are filled with the hope not as somebody said in the video not well I I'm hoping that that actually happens no in fact, the rapture is called a blessed what? Hope. The rapture of the church is a blessed hope. It doesn't mean, well, I sure, I'm wondering if it'll actually happen. It means it has assurance to it. Of course, it'll happen. It's the blessing of knowing that it will happen. It's our blessed hope. It's in the future, it could happen today. See? But the hope. How about financial? hopelessness. And then you turn to the scripture and find out that be anxious not for what you'll eat or what you'll put on or be clothed or whatever. In uh, Matthew 6, the Lord said this, he said, your heavenly father knows you have need of them. I uh, for so many years when we had five kids and almost all of them had glasses along with their mom and dad. And we just struggled from week to week. and uh, uh, Not very often, but once in a while, I would borrow some money just to keep up. And I remember in my heart that I felt Lord, what you know, I know you're able to do this, but right now I feel a little financial hopelessness. And it never failed that he would remind me that his specific job, and uh, a specific job, I say it reverently, but uh, the Lord has taken upon himself to take care of his own, and I belong to him. And the Lord saw us through all of that, didn't he, huh? Yeah, and uh, so there's that kind of hopelessness. But the word hope, I am God's priceless treasure when I feel utterly worthless. I don't know where you're at in your life, but I'll tell you what. There's never a time, listen to me now, never a time in the believer's life where he should sense hopelessness. You belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Um, uh, I think this church has a great body. Uh, I'm reminded of that again today when I saw the video. And uh, for what it's worth, I'm proud of you. And I I think that uh, these three years, as I as I see you kept on, kept you kept the uh, youth group going. You you kept the, the board has kept things going. You, you've all chipped in uh, different times. You all have different jobs that you do through the year. and uh, you know, if I was a young man and in a full-time pastor, that would that would rejoice in my heart. But I want to encourage you that there is hope that the Lord has someone in mind for you at that right time and uh, of course in my own time i figured uh, i wouldn't be here three years but uh you know you've i know you've suffered for it all but uh you know just remember all who will live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution so you know the lord sent me along to help you along in that line but there is hope and uh, i just uh i just would encourage you to keep on keeping on. Hope is something that God gives to you. It's connected. Listen now, hope is connected to his promises. You should write that on the back of your hand or something. Hope is connected to his promises. And boy, has he promised. So you who were once afar off are now made near. You that had no hope, now have hope and so uh i'm just going to close with this thought and then we'll sing we'll sing that that song and next week you'll bring the little message on peace right i'm hoping you will do that and you'll remember but hope is a wonderful thing go to romans chapter 8 and i'll close with this i promised didn't i Romans chapter 8, and this was mentioned already, Uh, but in verse 24 of Romans 8, For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for what does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance and so i think god has some wonderful things for you my heart goes out to each one of you i don't know where you're at in your life but uh, just personal from me to you i want to remind you that you are god's personal treasure and he has taken it upon himself to take care of you and especially for those who may have failed I think our enemy would love, I think discouragement is one of his chief weapons. He would love to get you so discouraged that you despair of your Christian life and all the promises of God. Listen, you remember you were saved by hope, you live by hope, and someday uh, your your, uh, precious Lord will come back for you in that. Blessed hope. Christmas is a time of hope when the world laid in darkness so long and God sent his dear son and he is the hope of the world. Lord, I thank you for our thoughts today and this kind of off the cuff, but yet true and biblical. Thank you for that, which was shared by the congregation in the video. Thank you for the scriptures. Thank you, Lord, that our hope is built, not on ourselves, not even on our church, but on nothing less than Jesus himself. And so we're thankful that at that time, the fullness of time, you sent forth your Son into this world, that the world can have hope And I thank you for that. Thank you for the hope that you have brought into my life and your faithfulness along with it. In Jesus' name, amen.